morning, friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. I have a new little segment I'm going to be doing for you guys for the next couple weeks. I'm really, really excited about it. It's going to be the first season of Revelation Revamp. I think I plan on doing this probably the end of every year of the podcast just to remind myself and hopefully provoke you guys to take a look back on your life and how God has moved in it, whether sometimes we realize it or not, especially at the end of the year, you guys. I don't know about you, but uh, there's something about kind of getting caught up in all the things that you may be doing and preparing for, for like the holidays and stuff and all these other things. And, you know, you guys, I can get a little stressed out sometimes around this time of year. Cause like, oh man, you know, I want to be able to, you know, get some stuff for my kids, Lord. And I got to have extra money for that. And, you know, my brain can just get completely fixed upon the things that still need to be done instead of what God has already done, which should give me the fuel that I need. And I just want to encourage you guys with this little series I'm going to be doing, the Revelation Revamp, to just provoke you guys to take a step back and ask yourself. And if you guys don't remember, you guys, start writing some stuff down. Make that your goal in 2020 to be super intentional about writing things down, writing your prayers down, and then writing how God had answered that. And, you know, uh, my friend, uh, Casey Alexis with Being Eve, she's got this, uh, you know, private women's group. And she's been sharing with us about how, you know, make a, you know, make a, you know, build, build our vision and our goals in in 2020. And she reminded us of that scripture. And I think it was in Habakkuk. I can't remember where it's at, you guys, but it says, write down the vision and make it plain, you know? And so there's really something about writing something down. And so I encourage you guys to do that. Um, If you didn't do it at all in 2019, start in 2020, start writing down you know, the ways that you need God to work in your life, you know, just those areas where you're just like, Lord, I need to be redeemed and then allow him to, you know, surrender those things and then just look for him, wait in hopeful expectation that God will show up in those areas. And so you guys, I'm really excited to share these things with you. I hope you're encouraged and I hope you guys take the time, um, you know, this year to do the same thing. So today, you guys, this episode is going to be about owning your personal power. We're going to talk about what the word power means and um, how I was not operating in the power of my life. You guys, one thing I've realized that just keeps coming up in me doing this podcast and realizing about, you know, me being a life coach is life coaching is about taking you from where you're at to where you want to be. So all I'm, you know, I have to be able for, in order for me to be effective in your guys's life, I have to be effective in my own life first. I have to look and ask myself, Ashley, where are you, where are you hitting a brick wall in your life, right? Where have you struggled? Where were you giving up? You know, where were you surrendering parts of your life that were hindering you from making progress, right? And I noticed this morning, you know, that owning my personal power was a big deal. So in order for you guys to really move forward and the things that you want to do, you got to be able to look back and ask yourself, where are you stuck? And you got to be able to face those areas, you guys, because if you don't face it, you're never going to move forward, right? So you have to be willing to just be so vulnerable with God in that way and go back in that way so you can go forward because there's a thought process that you have in your mind. There's something you believe that is keeping you from the things that you want to do, okay? We all have it, you know, whether we want to face it or not, you guys, but um, every single person on this planet goes through it to a certain degree because we're not born all knowing you guys. We all have our own experiences that shaped us, the things that we believe that happened to us, how we, you know, form them into our paradigms, how we view life, 
you know, and if you guys, if we really want to change, we got to be willing to, you know, filter out some of those beliefs that we have that keep us back. And you guys, that's the other thing I want to talk to you about really quick before I jump into this podcast is after I'm done with the revelation revamp, I'm going to take probably about three weeks off and I'm going to spend some time with the Lord and ask him really what his vision is for this podcast in 2020. Um, I really, really want to start integrating the life coaching process to you guys through the podcast. Um, typically when you do life coaching, you do it with people one-on-one and you know, that kind of thing. But you guys, I, in this season of my life, I am not set up to work with people one-on-one and do all that stuff. My priorities right now are obviously my family and my children and raising them, but I want to be able to create something for you guys that I can, you know, for, for, um, like a whole audience of people, so to speak, you know, and give you guys a, a pathway as much as possible. And then maybe eventually create it into a course for you guys. And so, um, I'm asking the Lord, okay, God, how do I take this life coaching mindset that I have that you've, you know, that's inside of me, the things I've developed and how do I turn it into the podcast and how does he want me to do that? And so you guys, I'm going to be taking some time off from the podcast for probably about three weeks and just spending some time with the Lord asking him, how am I going to do this? How am I going to communicate the life coaching process through words to you guys so you guys can get it through your earbuds and start to integrate these truths into your life that God has brought into mine that have changed my life in so many deep, profound ways, you guys. I want it, I want you guys to experience the freedom that God has given to me. I want you guys to reach your full potential in your life. And so I want to take some time to figure out how I'm going to do that through this podcast. And so I'm excited about that, you guys. Um, I'm not sure how I'm going to do it. Um, but I will definitely, uh, I will definitely be back after those three weeks. I'm just going to take that time. You guys, I want this to be, I want this podcast to bring as much value to you as, as it possibly can. And so I'm going to be taking some time for that. But, uh, anyway, you guys, let's just jump right into this thing. So, you know, owning my personal power and let me go back to that a little bit. You guys, I wrote it all down this morning as I was reading through my journals, um, as I said, you guys, it's really powerful to go back and remember the things that God has done in your life so you can encourage yourself. And you know, that's the other thing, you guys. I was in the scriptures this morning. It was like in Psalm, I think it was 107. Let me open it up for you guys um, and read it to you really quick because it it really encouraged me. It says, yeah, Psalm 107. It says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And here's the semicolon. What does it mean when it says he is good? His love endures forever. And then it goes, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands, from east and west, from north and south. Has not God redeemed people from all across the world? All across the globe, you guys. I've been talking to people all the way in India, South America. I mean, everywhere. It's amazing to hear stories about how God has redeemed so many people telling their story you guys. And that is why it's so important to know your story. Where have you come from? What has shaped you in your life? Right? Where were you struggling the most? You know, taking these things down so you can tell your story to the world because ultimately, you know, that is what God wants us to do. You know, it's, you go to verse eight, it says, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. And right before that, it talks about how everybody cried out to the Lord And then God saved them for that particular thing that they were struggling with. And so, you guys, I was just reflecting on that, you know. I'm supposed to be telling my story. That's all the Lord wants. Tell my story to a dying world. Tell my story of how God's 
grace has redeemed my life and then have enough courage to share with you guys the areas of my life where I was stuck. So you guys can, cause you guys can relate to me cause we're human beings. You know, do you guys, have you ever been in a room with people that you, how can I say this? They, they're so heavenly minded, but they're no earthly good. Have you guys ever heard that phrase? You know, they know God's word, they know about God, but you don't know the, the areas of their life where they need to be redeemed, where they needed God's grace. So you feel really uncomfortable around them, you know, because in their life, they, they know every, they know the word so well, but they don't know how to relate to other people through, you know, just kind of the humanness of us, the, the needy side of us, right? The needs that we have and how we still need to be in that position, even as adults, right? Being like children receiving from God and receiving from each other. And so, um, anyway, you guys, I'm completely getting off track here, but you guys, there's so much to share. I told my husband, I could probably do a podcast every single day from the things that the Lord had showed me every day in 2019. And you know what? I, I just want to encourage you guys, man, there's so many things, but anyway, back to the personal power thing, right? Cause like I said, I can, I can bunny trail massively. You guys, you guys are so patient with me. So let me see if I can find exactly where I had been talking about that in here. I'm not... I wasn't completely, I mean, I was prepared, you guys, but not, I was trying to decide, do I share the stories with you guys? Do I not? And it's like, of course I need to share the stories. You guys need to hear the stories of the things that I've been through just so you guys can have some hope and encouragement that God will get you through the exact same thing. So let me see if I can find it. I'll just look in, I'll just look at my other journal because I wrote notes in this one. Anyway, so what is power? Okay. Your power is your ability to affect change. You guys, I believe, I've learned that definition from Brene Brown. I think it was in her book, The Gift of Imperfection. I believe it was. It's either in The Gift of Imperfection or it was in Daring Greatly, but I think it was The Gift of Imperfection, you guys. So check out her book. It's amazing. It'll give you so much insight to your everyday struggles, right? You ever feel just super lost? You're like, I don't know I'm struggling, but I don't know what it is. Like, I just feel this tension and this stress, but I don't know why. There's no words to it. And because there's no words to it, you can't get free from it. And so Brene Brown is amazing at giving you the words that you need to communicate to you your, your struggle so you can kind of give that to the Lord in a way of, Lord, now I get it. This is what it is. So how do I get free from that? And then God, he'll, he'll deliver you guys. It's amazing. So anyway, power, your ability to affect change. And I had given my power away to people, you guys. Okay. So when I was a child, I saw my mother be abused by my father physically and verbally. And my mother did the same to him. My mom, you guys, she wasn't the nicest either. I mean, they were both brutal to each other. I look, I mean, I understand a male can be very dominant in that way over women. And I am, you know, I'm just saying that my mom was just as abusive to him as he was to her. And that's just the truth in my household, you guys. I don't know what's happened with you guys growing up, but that's how it was for me. My mom was very provoking, especially when she had a few drinks in her and she was frustrated. I mean, her words were coming out. Okay. And so my dad, he would get super fired up. He would get really angry. Now he got to the point to where he was physically abusing her and you know, all that kind of stuff. But I was just realizing this dynamic, how they were both hurting each other and neither one of them was taking responsibility for the injuries that they were giving to one another. Okay. Now, because, um, I was being threatened to be taken away by my mother. If I talked about what was going on, I kept my mouth shut. I learned to overlook evil for my own sake. 
So I watched all of these crazy things go on every single day for years, you guys. I mean, I'm going to say there was always chaos in my house all the way up until I finally just made a decision when I was 14 after my mom dropped me and my sister off and abandoned us that I'm not going back to that mom. And of course, by the time she came to get me, I was already pregnant when I, see, I met my husband. Uh, I think it was right before I turned 15. Yeah, I was 15. He was almost 16. Nine months later, I got pregnant. So, you know, I was pretty young. And at that age, you know, 15, mom, I ain't going into, into no more chaos. I'm done, right? But before, but, so I was always seeing these things. I was always, I was always, oh, I can't, I cannot talk, you guys. I'm sorry. I was, over, I was always overlooking these things that I saw to protect myself because I didn't want to be, kind of ripped from that security of being around my mom. I didn't, because I, I didn't know what to expect, right? I didn't want to go to a foster care. I've heard lots of crazy things about that, kids being molested and all this kind of stuff. I wanted nothing to do with that. So I had a massive fear of, okay, if you rip me out of this craziness, I don't know what to expect in the next place. I've heard of all kinds of abuse happening in other places. So I was just like, I feel way more safer in this chaos than going into a new area of chaos where I really have no power. You know, because at least when I was with my mom and dad, I felt like I had power because I could go and, and set my dad down and talk to him and he would listen to me and my parents would talk to me then is when I was giving to them that way. So it was like, you know, I didn't know what to expect from other people in that way. And so I wasn't gonna, you know, jeopardize my well-being for anybody else. I mean, that was the only, I guess, power I thought I had was, okay, if I just keep my mouth shut, then I can feel safer and stay here. So I learned to overlook evil for my own sake. I did this in my adult life too, okay? Because I still, um had been looking for love from others, I would put up with evil uh, to get the love that I needed in return, okay? I overlooked evil in the church because I had put myself in a childlike position. I still, I still feared abandonment or rejection in my close relationships and would just keep my mouth shut. Have you guys ever done that? You just, you know, don't say nothing, just let it go. I don't want this person to walk out or I don't want this issue to be rocked. I wouldn't know what to expect. So you just keep your mouth shut, okay? When I did communicate, it was overlooked or seen as not uh, important like my mother did to me. So as I told you guys, I, I went through that abuseful, abuseful, abusive situation as a child. I went to the school. I told them what was going on. I started to feel a little bit of release and a little bit of pressure off of me. Like, okay, cool. Maybe, you know, I feel better. I was just looking for someone to talk to, not necessarily anybody to fix the problem. I just wanted somebody that would listen to me when I was like five or six years old. Okay, I didn't want them to fix the situation by removing me from my mother. It's like really, everybody just needed to get some help. But anyway, so, uh, and so when I communicated that the school obviously said, well, we're gonna, we're gonna rip you out of your house. That's what they told me. That's what basically they were telling my mom, asking her all these questions. And my mom was like, hey, you know, you're gonna, they're gonna take you out of here. And being that my mom didn't do anything about it either, communicated to me that it wasn't important, right? My mom didn't step up and and uh, start to deal with the abuse that she was going through, right? And how that was impacting me. She did nothing about it. So the evil that I saw was overlooked. And I basically was like, well, I guess it's not that important. And so I learned my mom was like that. And then when I was in the church and I was starting to see things towards the end that were the dynamics were getting real controlling, uh, suffocating, uh, just belittling, overpowering. And I started, you know, kind of starting to bring exposure to this. They would tell me that I didn't know what I was talking about or I was offended and I was the one that had a problem. And so therefore they continued to perpetuate the evil that was going on 
because they didn't want to deal with it. And so it was the same thing my mom did. So I actually, it's crazy when I look back on it, I pretty much attract that into my life because I was completely unaware of how I was being to begin with. I didn't even realize how much that whole situation had impacted me as an adult, but it all started in my childhood years. All right. So again, power, your ability to affect change. I did not walk in my power. I did not think I had the ability to affect change because when I tried to do that, I was denied by the people who had the power to do something, right? Children are at the mercy of their parents until they're grown and they can get out from underneath of that and they can start to affect change in their own life on their own without asking for permission, right? Children ask for permission. As adults, we don't have to ask for permission to affect the change that we want to see in our life, right? By God's grace, there's tons of people out there that have overcome the things we have. They have mindsets, they have perspectives, they have words to our struggles. We can learn from them. We can integrate that into our own life. We can begin to get our power back and make decisions for ourselves to affect the change that we want to see in our life. So you guys, I had to just realize that. And so that was my biggest revelation of January, 2019 was learning what true power is and realizing how I wasn't walking in mine. Okay. So I could reclaim my life. I had to realize where I'd surrendered my power. Where did I give up my ability to affect change? And why did I do that, right? I did that out of fear of abandonment and rejection from the people closest to me. So I had to realize as an adult, I don't have to operate in that dynamic anymore because I'm not a child. I'm not at the mercy of other adults fixing these problems for me, right? If I see evil, I can call it out. And you know, if the people that I'm addressing the evil with don't wanna deal with it, guess what I can do? I can walk away. I don't have to stay in relationship with people who don't wanna take responsibility for the things that are going on that need to be dealt with, right? You know, a mother who's allowing herself to be abused and the father who's, you know, being abused and all, you know, they're abusing each other and there's violence and all this kind of stuff. It's their responsibility to realize that, hey, this is not healthy, we, we gotta do something about this. Let's learn how to deal with our emotions. Let's, let's get some tools, right? Let's get our lives together so we can actually, you know, raise up a, a generation of children who are fully equipped to handle the things that I'm not, that obviously I'm not equipped to handle, right? Too bad they couldn't just look back and say, wow, you know what? We don't know what we're doing. We need help. <laughs> that is, that's really all we got to do at the end of the day, even before the Lord, right? And so, and real, and staying in that childlike position. And that was the other thing I was thinking about really quick, you guys. Um, it's not necessarily tied in with this whole power thing, but it might be, I don't know how it's tied in. Anyway, so if power is your ability to affect change, realizing where, you don't have that power to affect change where you feel like you don't have it and then receiving from God what you need. Because one thing I realized about myself, you guys, I can be in this mode of just continuing to move forward, move forward, move forward, right? I don't always take a step and look, look back and say, wow, you know, um, look at the progress I've made or, you know, if, if I have a problem, I'll just try to fix it. And it's like, you know, maybe sometimes we just have to stop and just receive, right? Receive God's love, receive God's grace. You go back to Psalm 107. It said that, you know, it was God's unfailing love, right? That is what we're proclaiming. That's what we are going to proclaim, you know, uh, his love endures forever and redeems the Lord. Tell their story. So Lord, you know, if I'm feeling stressed, if I'm feeling anxious about areas of my life, you know, where, where do I need to receive your love and your grace? You know, so I can continue to uh, have this operate in this power and affect change in my life. Uh, being able to change the way I respond to situations that make me feel stressed, right? Not living in the stress and the anxiety, but using that as an opportunity to receive what I need from the Lord so I can operate with the peace that transcends understanding. You guys, isn't that amazing when you think about it? When God says we really don't have to be anxious about anything, but we can 
pray and we can ask and he will give us the peace that goes abil- that goes above what we understand you know and he will provide for us you guys he's so faithful and how you know asking god to help us how many i mean and that's the other thing do you guys struggle with that do you struggle with asking the lord for the basic things that you need because you're an adult and you should have your crap together right i mean you guys we're still always going to need things you know that's not going to that's not going to die we're you know we're always going to need resources from the lord you know we're always going to need what he has especially living on this earth you guys i talked about it in the podcast that came out i think it was uh what day would it be? Um, the one that just released today, actually, about maturity and how the good, you know, evil impacts us. And if there's always going to be the knowledge of evil in this world, that means that you're going to have to need God to give you the knowledge of good so you can overcome evil, right? Evil, not just in evil that you see, but what about the emotion of it, right? The things that steal, kill, and destroy you, right? That's that's probably the biggest barrier, you know, the biggest stress for anybody. You know, you can see those things, and that, imp- and, that, and that impacts you. But then you can look at how you think about things at times and realize, wow, that's even worse. So Lord, give me the knowledge of good to be able to get out from underneath this burden that is inside of me, right? Receive from you your love and your grace. So putting yourself in that position before the Lord to receive from him what you need, because you're, that's not going to go away until you're dead, y'all, right? Anyway, so that was the biggest revelation for me, you guys, reclaiming my power realizing where I wasn't operating in my power so that way I could get my power back. You have to realize and acknowledge in your life, you guys, uh, where things need to be changed in that way. So if you feel like you are not in control of your life and somebody else is, you might have given your power away. You, You have given your ability to affect change maybe to somebody else, especially if, you know, you do things based on how other people perceive you, right? And that's that's codependency. That's a whole nother podcast, you guys. If your well-being is dependent upon somebody else, right? You'll only say or do you only you don't say certain things or do certain things because of that other person's response to you. You may be a codependent. Oh man, you guys, I only know this because I struggled with it. Oh man, I was in the environment that cultivated that, but over the last year or so, the Lord's brought resources into my life that have given me light on these things, you guys. So I highly encourage you to ask the Lord for what you need. Where do you need power back in your life? Where do you need the ability to affect change? Where do you feel like you don't have it so you can get what you need? So anyway, you guys, I hope this was encouraging to you. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be talking about, you know, February's revelation. I don't know what it is, you guys, because I haven't even read it yet. But I promise you, it will be encouraging. Um, I only try to encourage you guys with the things the Lord's encouraged me with. That is my heart for this podcast, is to equip you guys and inspire you guys with the things the Lord has done for me. So I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Um, Don't forget to check out Food for Thought Friday um, on Facebook. It's a live video where I just share with you guys the things that are on my heart. And it's an opportunity for you guys to engage with me a little bit, maybe ask some questions, you know, whatever. And then we've got Soul Food Sunday coming up. Uh, you know, Scott and I go live together. Scott shares with you the things that the Lord is encouraging him with, what he's leading us in, in our home and how he's, you know, building us up, you guys. So I want you guys to have an opportunity to hear from him. He's a, he's a great encourager and it's just good to hear from someone else's perspective, you know? So, all right, you guys have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you guys tomorrow.